Welcome to the I'm Done Apologizing podcast, where we're creating a community of women who advocate and empower. I'm Michelle, and I'm so glad you're joining me. In episode two of this podcast, we talked or I talked about perfectionism uh, and how moments of perfectionism are just that. They only perfectionism only happens in moments of time. You may remember a great baseball reference, right, that I use. And if you haven't listened, episode two is one you should definitely check out. But this week we're going to revisit perfectionism. Stick around. As an active recovering perfectionist, I find myself dealing with perfectionist type behaviors and and thought processes pretty much on a daily basis. And many women do, right? We are trained, socialized, that everything needs to be correct and right and perfect the first time we do things. Now, don't get me wrong. I truly believe in a quote that John Wooden says, uh, do, uh, I'm gonna misquote him, but it basically says, do it right the first time because when you have time to do it again. So yes, that might be a little bit of perfectionism mindset or behavior. Now, if you're gonna be lazy about it, right, that is a good quote for like, just don't be lazy about it. But if it's from a mindset of perfectionism, that might be something to be rethinking. Um, In episode two, I talk a lot about perfectionism and moments of perfection. One thing that I uh, am excited about that that I had a light bulb moment, if you will, recently was that I said something about perfect or being perfect. And uh, my oldest, who's now eight, said, my mom, perfect doesn't exist. And I said, you're absolutely right. It does exist, however, in moments of time. And you could see her little wheels turning, right? And it was like not a sit down, serious conversation. We were in a store doing clothes shopping. And, um, you know, I, I think that that was really interesting. I was really proud of her for shining that mirror in front of me and saying perfect doesn't exist. You're right, but it does in moments of time. It does in moments of time. So a couple of things that are just been on my mind this week. So um, we've been off for spring break. I took the week off because I personally also needed the week off, and I'm really glad that I did. And we worked on some house projects that have probably been needed to work be worked on for at least the past six years, if not longer. And so we finally got down to it and one of it included doing some spray painting and some sanding of things. And I remember having moments of time where I was like, oh, this could be so much better. I should be doing this better. It's not going to be perfect, right? It's not going to be perfect. And, um, you know, I've got some messes to clean up. I got to get the power washer back out and do some things, but... Uh, Mackenzie wanted to help and I wanted her to help and I wanted her to be excited about doing some of these house projects because she was excited about doing some of these house projects and helping with some grown-up projects and 
I remember reflecting as I was listening to my audiobook or just listening to the music as we were working and she was working on one section I was working on a different section I remember thinking like oh gosh I'm gonna have to go and um touch up her area right and then I was like you know what it doesn't have to be perfect mine's not perfect and so I did I went over and I looked at it and I helped her with some areas that she couldn't reach or I gave her some guidance and I remember thinking like so what mine's not perfect hers is not going to be perfect either and as a recovering actively recovering perfectionist sometimes that's really hard to do right my girls like to help in the kitchen whether that's cooking or baking or doing the dishes sometimes they like to offer to do the dishes and um i I don't say no right like and i try really hard not to intervene because um they're doing the best that they can with the limited experience and knowledge that they have as little humans and as a perfectionist sometimes it kills me and sometimes it doesn't you know sometimes I just don't have the energy to be a perfectionist in that moment and so this is your permission if you need the permission if you need the permission slip to say it's okay to not have the energy to be a perfectionist it's okay for your laundry to sit in a laundry basket for a week and you just dig clean laundry out of the laundry basket is it gonna be a real little bit wrinkly yeah maybe probably um do you care sometimes maybe yes you throw that sucker in the dryer for a couple moments and be done with it but really at the end of the day if you don't have the energy if you don't have the capacity if if you're busy mentally emotionally physically elsewhere then what are the things that you don't have to be perfect at this week laundry dishes cleaning right what are the efficiencies that you can have we made a financial investment to have uh our little robot vacuum and she her name is rosie if you grew up in the era of the jetsons you will understand why her name is rosie probably like a whole lot of robot vacuums out there but um you know we decided that financially it made our financially it was an investment but it we made sense to us to invest that way because we weren't doing the housework that we should because of x y and z well now she just runs a couple days a week and it is amazing to me the different mindset that we have oh we have to make sure that you know all of our clutter is picked up before we go to bed the night before she'll run so that rosie can run the next day great um you know, and it just helps with the mindset. It helps with um, cleanliness of the house. We don't have like the dog uh, hair sitting in the corners anymore. And that is just something that we have had to do. Is it perfect? No, it's not perfect. Do we still have to get the big vacuum out every once in a while? Absolutely. But it helps, right? It's one of those things that helps. Um, I went down a rabbit hole on that one, friends. But hopefully you understand or you're following along on that one. The other thing that I wanted to talk about was um, if you follow me, my personal account on social media, if you know me personally, you will have seen that I participated in the Disney Springtime Surprise Virtual Challenge this weekend. And, um, you know, if you've listened to some of these episodes, you'll know that uh, about last June or so, I decided to try running 
um, I downloaded an app that my husband uses that has some coaching, um, some like guided runs and guided coaching on it. And, um, you know, it was really a good thing for me to be in. I got off the wagon. I got back on the wagon, right? I've talked with my health coach, Ashley, about it a little bit. Hey, Ashley. Um, you know, and, and some of the um, the running has not been easy. I've dealt with some injury and I don't run far and I don't run fast, but I run and I consider myself at this point a runner. And so, gosh, in the fall sometime, my husband had said, hey, do you want to do this springtime challenge? It's in April. He did it this past year. Last year um, in 2022 was the first time that they offered it virtually. And so there's both an in-person and a virtual challenge. So, um, you know, it was an opportunity to participate in some of the Run Disney events without actually having to go to Disney World and participate in them. Although that would be super fun. So I said, okay, sure, I can totally train for a 5K, a 10K, and a 10-miler by April, right? This was in, like, November. Um, And I fell off the wagon again, friends. I I had stopped running for a little bit. We uh, do this challenge in motion every month. You're supposed to calculate how many of your miles you walk, run, bike, you know, uh, swim, like whatever, it's whatever kind of movement, but how many miles do you participate in? And, um, my miles were really, really low for, um, February and March was the lowest so far in this challenge. And so I was really starting to get, um, upset and beat myself up a little bit about the number of miles that I was running or wasn't running and this challenge that was coming up. And I talked with my health coach, Ashley, um, several weeks before this challenge. And I said, I've got a plan, right? Like I'm going to increase my run. I'm going to run three times a week. I'm not going to run on the weekends because, you know, travel or just wanting to be with the family or whatever, but I'm going to run three times a week and here are the days I'm going to run and here's my work from home days and here's, you know, how I'm going to make it work. Um, and leading up to the 5k, um, should you know, in theory, be able to run the 5k based on the training schedule. Training schedule is about five-ish, maybe six weeks long. Um, And she's like, great. And what happens if you don't, right? And so I'm like, well, I've got a plan for that too, right? What if I fall off the wagon? And so as I was heading into this challenge, was giving myself the permissions to not be perfect, that if I couldn't run an entire 5k, okay, run as much as you can. Um, I definitely could not run an an entire 10k. And then I decided last minute, because it was beautiful weather outside, to do it outside. Ask me how many times I've run outside. I will tell you, once. (laughs) I have run outside once. And, you know, I live in Cincinnati and uh, the hills in Cincinnati are no joke, my friends. Um, And so, you know, I I made the decision to run outside. So never had run with a stroller and a 30 pound, 32 pound human in the stroller, um, let alone it being my second run and needing to do 10K. So I gave myself, again, the permission, run when you can. 
and walk the rest of the time. And then I ran out of time. I had to be somewhere to pick up the oldest. And so I completed a 5K, showered, went and did what I needed to do with the kid. And then uh, after lunch, the three of us went and finished the rest of the 10K. Is that cheating? Maybe. Do I care? No, because I finished a 10K. I wasn't perfect about it. I didn't run it. I didn't even do it in a conventional way. I just got it done, right? The 10-miler friends, whew, that one was physically exhausting. (laughs) And by the way, you do this Friday, Saturday, Sunday, right? And so that 10-miler, it was physically exhausting, but also the, the mental piece of it. I didn't run at all at all in the 10 miler because I was tired. I was already spent from nine miles the previous two days. Um, You know, and so I I think, you know, I'm not trying to brag on myself. Although I am going to brag on myself because shoot, y'all, I did 19.3 miles this weekend. Um, And that's a whole lot. And that's a whole lot of miles for me. But, um, you know, I think the biggest part of it is that perfection piece. You don't have to be perfect. In my mind, what I kept working through with my health coach and what I will work through in my next meeting with her is that like I wasn't perfect. I went into it with the mindset of I probably won't run an entire 5k. Friends, I ran more than half of the 5k and I was pretty excited about that. But um, I gave myself that permission to not be perfect, to just be a finisher. And that, to me, was perfect. I earned the medals. I earned the t-shirts. I can say I completed this. Will I do it again? Whew, I don't know. But, you know, I did something, one, that scared me. And two, I did something that I knew I wouldn't be perfect at and gave myself the permission to not be perfect. So no real tips this week, friends. Uh, I just wanted to share what was kind of on my heart this week, but I just want to give you the permission. If you need it, if you need to hear it, it's okay to not be perfect today, tomorrow, this week, this month. It's okay to make mistakes. It's okay to have moments of perfectionism, to have moments of being perfect, But don't expect from yourself perfectionism all the time or every time you do the same or similar activities. You, my friends, are an imperfect human. And that is what I want you to celebrate. Friends, thank you so much for continuing to be with me on this journey. I'm so grateful for you to continue to spread the word, to share the love. Um, you know, I, I appreciate y'all continuing to tune in as we are heading into 100 episodes, which is so exciting to think about. Um, so thanks again for tuning in this week. This week's affirmations, I'm done apologizing for being my imperfect self. I'm done apologizing for spending time focused on me. This last one's for you. I'm done apologizing for. Friends, go have an incredible week. Do the amazing things that I know you're capable of. And I'll see you back here again next week. And don't forget, though, to like, follow, and share. Share my podcast on those social media 
platforms and outlets, follow me on Instagram at at done.apologizing or over on Facebook in our done.apologizing group. We'd love to have you join the conversations as we continue them throughout the week. And remember, I'm still looking for and always looking for your recommendations on who you want to be a guest on this podcast. And friends, that could and should be you. If you have a passion project, if there's something you get super excited about, I want you to come and talk with my listeners about that topic, that passion area, whatever is on your heart. And remember, you're fabulous. You're a badass. You've got this and I'm here for you.